Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamedes. We were in the middle of Sif Nun, which is the last line on page 110. And in Hashem tonight, we will finish up the very large Simon Lamedes. And in Hashem tomorrow night, we'll move on to Lamed Gimel. Uh, Sunday night, rather. Sunday night. So the Machaber says in Sif Nun, on the end of 110, We said you should not buy the sinews, the gidim, that you want to use to sew your tefillin together from a goy, because we are concerned maybe they are from a non-kosher animal, and you're supposed to only use the gidim from a kosher animal. Then the Machaber says on page Nun Vav, in a place where Gidim are not normally found, then you do the sewing of the tefillin with this material that is basically little strands made out of the cloth. It's really cloth material, but made into little strands so you could use it for sewing. Until you come up with Gidim. I'm going to pick up in the Mishabura where we were up to, and that is on page Nunvav, so we said in the Machaber that if you don't have Gidin, then you should use these other pieces of cloth. These are strings that are made from the cloth. And in a pressing situation, the Machaber holds, since this is the mid of the cloth, they are like the Gidin themselves. And therefore, in the Shasat Chak, since it's made from the same animal, so you can use these strands of cloth to do the sewing instead of using the actual Gidim. But then the Machaber said, Achi is damnu lahem Gidim, until you come up with Gidim. So the Mishabura then says in Sukkot and Reish Chav Zayin, The reason why you should sew it up with this other material until you get to Gidim is so you should not be mabatal from the Mitzvah Tzvulun in the meanwhile. And when you do come upon your Gidim, then you should undo these strings of cloth, and then you should re-sew it again with the Gidim. There are those achronim that are more machmir than the machaber, and they say you should not use these strands of cloth even b'shasat chak. Because the halacha of Moshe is that you have to sew this fill into the gidim, not anything else. The hatali andurash or who shu cloth. That's leather. That's a cloth. And whoever heard of using leather to sew up the tefillin? Well, if according to this, if you have no other gidim, sounds like with the machaber, you would be able to make a bracha. But according to these achronim, that bedafka the local moshe mesinites use gidim, and you can't use cloth at all. So according to them, you wouldn't be able to make a bracha. And so too, the stomachs that are very uh, skinny and dried out, and they could be made into strings of gidim, ain't lit for them. You should not use those for sewing as well. Because again, is dafka to use gidim. Old Kasfu, the Achonim write further, She'ein Lisfor, the Gide of Tohar, you should not do the sewing with the Gidim of kosher birds. Kimiyach Ria, Ezemen, Karui Gidim, Ve'ezemen, Chutin, Ve'ezemen, Veridin, Banan Gidim, Be'inon. 
Apparently on birds it's much harder to tell the difference between a sinew and a vein and other stringy items in the bird and therefore you want to avoid using any kind of gidim from a bird because it might be a vein and not a sinew and therefore you want to avoid even a kosher bird. Now let's continue in the second line of the Machaber Sif Nun Aleph. How do you do the sewing of the tefillin? So Yisvor Shlosha Tfiros Bechol We have four sides of the tefillin. You should do three stitches on each of the sides, which gives you a total of 12 stitches. V'chut HaTfira Yesovev Mishtei Ruchos. And the string that you're using for the sewing, the sinew that you're using for the sewing, should go over both sides. Now what that means is, that normally when you sew things together, so you'll have one stitch on top and then one stitch on the bottom, one on the top, one on the bottom. You don't, you don't see stitching the whole way. But what he's saying here is that you want to have the stitching seen on both sides equally. So you're going double, right? You're going over here and then under there. And then you have to go on top, over there and under there. So you want to have the stitching that you see on top and the bottom. That's what it means. The string that you're doing the stitching with should go around from both directions. Besides the actual stitching, you want to also lay it, run the string through the different bottom, through all the different bottom, like we mentioned last night as well. Miu says the Ramah, however, Even though we said, ideally, you should do 12 stitches, if you did 10 or less, it's not going to pass it. And then the Machaber ends up and says, Some say that these 12 stitches that you should do should all be done from one long string, one long sinew. So let's see the Mishabura on Sifnan Aleph. The Mishabura begins in Sifkatan Reish Chav Ches, going on the Machaber that said that you should make three stitchings on each side. Tam The reason for the 12 stitchings is Neged Yudbe Shifte Yisrael is corresponding to the 12 tribes of Klai Yisrael. V'loba inon tfira toch habayis. You don't need to do any stitching through the actual bias, through the, the higher part of the bias. Rak samoch habayis. It should be, as we'll see on the titora, next to the bias, which you'll see if you look at your tefillin. V'ein tofrin ketofer begodin besvasa beged lishir. You also shouldn't sew up the titora, the tefillin, right, the base of the tefillin, the way you would sew up a garment all the way at the edge. Rather, it should be with a little bit left over towards the edge. And if you look at your tefillin, you'll see the stitching is, if you look beyond the bias on the titora, it's somewhere in the middle. There's a little bit on the side of the bias, and there's a little bit before you get to the edge. It's somewhere in the middle, like the Mishabru is telling us. So what he's explaining over here is the following. As we'll see in the notes, this is going on, we, we had a machogus earlier, whether the whole bias, meaning the bias and the Torah, should be made from one piece of leather or two pieces. And we hold that to be made from two pieces. You should make it from one piece. But it's 100% fine to make it from two pieces. So if you have one piece that's the Torah, so there's really two parts of the Torah. There's the upper one and the bottom one that you're sewing together. And you're sticking the bias inside the hole of the top titora and the bias has four flaps sticking out so those four flaps have to go underneath the edges of the titora so that when you sew together the upper titora and the bottom titora you're sewing in the, the, the edge of the bias in all four directions as well 
So again, it's not, it's talking about where you're having two separate pieces of leather. One piece of leather is the titora top and bottom. There's a hole in the top in which you stick the, the open part of the bias in, but by the edges of the open part of the bias, you have extra leather sticking out. That extra leather sticking out goes in between the upper and lower titora, that when you sew together the titora, the bias is sewn in there as well. That's what the Mishavu is saying over here. Let's read that again inside. We're in the fifth line, the second to last word. We need that the leathers of the bottom from the bottom, from the bottom where it's open, should be sticking out in all four directions. Until they go and they stick out under the holes where, where the sewing is going to be done, so they get sewed up as well. So that the leather of the bottom will be sewn up together with the titora on all sides. Veloka poskim hamakatrim, veloka sofrim hamakatrim or shel habatrim sheino over halotagas nikleatvira. Not like those sofrim or those batamachers that they are making the leather of the bottom shorter and it doesn't pass all the way through to where the holes are going to be that the tvira is going to take place. And according to them, it doesn't actually get sewn up together with the Torah. It gets squished in there between the two sides of the Torah, but doesn't get involved in the stitching. If you have a, a smaller or sticking out, so it will get closed up between the upper and, and the lower Torah because the stitching is a little over, but it won't make it all, all the way to the stitching. And that he's saying is inappropriate. He passed many, many tefillin because of this. So you want to make sure, if you're making tefillin, that the flaps, so to speak, of the bias sticks out long enough that when it gets stuck in between the upper and lower titora, it will reach the holes of where the stitching is going to be so it can be included in the sewing. Like we just said, rather you need to sew together the Leather of the batten together with the titora. Fine. Sifkot and reish chav tes is going on that which we said that the stitching should be above and below, like a double stitching. Says the Mishabura, Mishdei Ruchos, what Salomar means to say, Shekol HaTvira Yehei Misoveves Mishnei Tzadim Panam Vachor. All the stitching should be go around, but two-sided. Nimtza Tofer Bishtei Machatin. So when you stick through the original string, so you have to have a needle on the top part of it and the bottom part of it because they're both going to go about doing their sewing. One's going to first start from the bottom and then go to the top. One's going to start from the top and go to the bottom. Then at the end it will look like you have full stitching on top and full stitching on the bottom. So you need to have two needles coming out of the two sides of that long sinew that you're using for the sewing. That's what this means. It has to turn out that you're actually sewing with two needles. Fine. The Ramah said, but if you only made ten tefiros or less, it's not going to be possible. Says the Mishabura Vechain Imlo Hevir Chut Hatfira. So too, if you didn't strand through between the bottom with the with the sinews, that's also Einum Aki Bediyevet. That also is going to be okay Bediyevet. And then we ended off in the Machaber, and we said there are those who say that the twelve stitches should be made all from one string. Says the Mishabura in Sifkaton Reish Lamed Aleph. The Im Nifsak. Let's say you had one nice long sinew that you started sewing it with, and then it ripped in the middle. So there's a machlokas. Yesh Omrim Diyachal Lekasho. There are those who say so. Tie another piece to it. Tie another another gift to it, and you're fine. 
V'yesh Omrim, and there are those who say, the Yitlenu Kulo Misham, take the rest of the one that got ripped, take it out. V'yachsor V'yisvor Mechadosh B'chut Acher. And go back again and sew it together anew with a new string. Shekevan Shinisak B'shasa Tvira, since it ripped during the sewing, Nikr Shachut Kolosh V'omed V'pasek V'eno Kulum. That makes it recognizable that it was a weaker string and it was bound to be torn and it doesn't count. So therefore, some say it's fine if it rips, just sew it up, sew it up with another piece of git and, and sew it up. Sew up the tulum with that. And some say no, the fact that it ripped in the middle means it wasn't a good senior to begin with. Take it all out and start again. But if you just took a a, a string that wasn't long enough mitchilu, you didn't realize how long it had to be with all the things you have to do with it, all the sewings up and down and, and through the bottom. So then, everyone agrees you could attach an extra chut to it. The only machlokas is where it tore, but if it wasn't long enough mitchilu, then everyone agrees you can add to it by by attaching to it another chut. The kosav aprimigodin din ain lo gidin acherin yesh lismoch asvara harishon of lichur chut shenisa. Now, if the etor, where we had a machlokas, so if you had no other choice, the Prima Gadim says, if you have no other gidim to do it with, so then you could certainly rely on the first opinion and tie another string to this string if that's all you have. If you have a long string that you can take this out and do the other one, better to be machmir, but if you can't, then you can rely on the more lenient opinion. V'cholze in nifsak all this is talking about if it got torn, the sinew got torn during the sewing. But what if it got torn after you sewed everything up? Then it tore, some of the stitching tore. So ayin lekamon, simen lamed gimel sefeis. So we'll see that in Rish Hashem on Monday what the din is with that. Let's just see the Biralacha in the fourth line of the Biralacha. The Rebbe Yitvor. Shamati b'shem echol mehagedolim. I heard from one of the gedolim says the Chavetz Chaim shehisir shalol ledabek hatitora bedevek kodem atfira. That he warns that you should not glue together the upper and lower titora, the part that you're sewing together, you shouldn't glue it before you sew it. Because sewing it is like an attachment, like you sewed it. And if so, that you attach it with the gluing before you sewed it, it could be your sewing doesn't count because it's already closed up. And why is that a problem? The So if you first glue it and then you sew it, you're sewing something that's already attached. So you're not you're not really sewing it. And therefore you would not be satisfying the That's what he heard. There's an interesting note over here, if you look at note two fifty seven, the Khazanish says that that which the Bira Locha writes that you shouldn't sew it before the Tvira the Biralacha is only giving that example because that's what Sofrim were doing they were gluing, gluing it and then they were sewing it he says that's not good but Be'emes says the Chazanish it doesn't really matter if you, if you glue it before you sew it or you glue it after you sew it if you first sew it and then you glue it Zati Chazanish is in the as well why? because now it's being kept together even without the Gidim. The Gidim is not necessary. So the Chazanish understands in the Biralacha that he's just giving the example of what they used to do. They used to glue it first and he's speaking out against that. But who I did if you did it the opposite way, you sewed it first and then you glued it, you're mevatel, you're sewing and it wouldn't be good either. It's not connecting anything right now. But then he says, 
But then the Chazan Ish says, he's, he's, he's voicing his opinion within the, what the Veralacha says. But the Chazan Ish himself is not convinced that gluing it is a problem at all. Ubi Igeres Chazan Ish, Ubi Igeres Chazan Ish, Chelek Aleph, Igeres, Kufaytes, Hilchumir Kedibah Veralacha. I do believe that our Tfilin are glued together. Just by the way, right? They are glued together. So I guess we um, either go with the Veralacha, not with the Chazan Ish's edition, as long as you sew it first, then you can glue it. I'm not sure how the tefillin are made. I'm not sure, but I know ours are. They are glued around. The Torah, you, you see, it's not just glued together. It's not just sewn together. You see, it's it's mamish glued up. So I don't know. I, I would assume that they're not glued before they're sewn. I assume they're sewn before, so that way we are satisfying the biralacha, just not satisfying the chazanish's addition to the biralacha. Okay, let's go to the final sif in the simon, and that is sif nun beis. Yachnis haritzua tocha ma'abarta. You should stick through. Right, we know the ma'abarta is the edge of the titora where there's a little uh, a little tunnel. So you stick in the ritzua over there. Viyase kesher kimindalus b'shalrosh, and then you form a a a dalad by the shalrosh. Who kimin yud b'shalyad, and you make a yud by the ritzua of the shalyad. Lahashlim osios shakai. So the Mechaber tells us that after you stick in the Ritzuos and the Shayyad and Shorosh, you have to tie it so it stays on your arm or your head. So when you tie it onto your head, there should be a, a form of a talus in the back. And when you tie it to be on your Shayyad, it should be the form of a Yud. So put together the Shin on the Shorosh, the Dalad with the back of the Shorosh, and the Yud on the Ritzuah of the Shayyad, you have the Shem Hashem. Says the Ramav in the Hogan Lahavir or Al Habayas Shalyad Lorochev Azroa Via Rochbo Kirochav Abayas. This is an interesting line the Ramav says. The Loshan of the Ramav says that there's a custom to put a piece of leather on top of the bias of the Shalyad, the whole area of the bias. That's it, that's what the Ramav says. And we'll discuss that later in the Mishabura. And then the Ramah ends up and says, Since we're trying to spell Hashem's name, Shin, and then Dalit, and then Yud, you shouldn't make the Ksharim before you put the Shin on the, on the, on the Sharosh, because we want to have the Shem Hashem in the proper order. So you first make the Shin, first the Shin on the bias of the Sharosh, then the Dalad on the Ritsua in the back of the Shalosh, and then the Yud on the Ritsua of the Shalyad. Why shouldn't you put it on that way? Oh, good question. He's saying, Avram is asking Akasha. So the, the Ramah is telling us that you want to make all of these things. Obviously, you see the Asiyah is the Ikka, but you see, he's making an interesting Ha'ara that we're mapped on the Asiyah. You first make the Shin on the Sharosh, then you make the Dal, then you make the Yud. But he's pointing out when you put on the Tfilin, you we put on the Shal Yad first. So we're putting on the Yud first. So he's asking, maybe, maybe according to that, you should. I guess the answer is that we have a Pasuk that, uh, that overrides it. The rest of the right, it's just interesting that it comes out that way. Says the Mishaburu and Sipkotan Reish Lamedeiz. Viyasa kesher, you should make a knot. The kesher shall tefillin hu halachal moshe misinai. The knots of the tefillin are halachal moshe misinai. Venirish et tzarech laasosu l'shma. Since it is halachal moshe misinai, it appears to be that you should do a l'shma. Velo yaseu katan. Also, a child should not be making it if it has to be l'shma and it has to be and it's halachal moshe misinai. So it should not be done by a katan. 
Kimindalis, and now it's Avon Sevet Alacha, the Mishaburu says it's a Kadan Reish Lamagimel, Vyesha Osin Kesher Kemem Stuma. There are those who make the knot in the back of the Sharosh, not in the form of a Dalid, but rather like an Endemem, Shenirik Ishnei Dalsin Mishnei Tzadim. It looks like it's two Dalits facing opposite directions. Raglo Shelzeh Bitsaroshel Shelzeh. The leg of one is by the head of the other one, and the leg of the other one is by the head of that one. So they, they're, so it ends up looking like an endemem. Va'ayin b'sefer tiferes ayei shehevi b'shem tshuva mi'ava v'hiskim imoladina de'elu ha'usin kasher shadas mechuvin yosel ladina. We saw this once before in the notes that the mishabura brings that over here from the tiferes ayei and the tshuva mi'ava that the correct and proper kasher to have in the back of the shalosh is the kasher of the dalas. But there's a, there's a note on it, but we're not going to go into that now. Zot to Mishabura Vaiter. Gam lo yase kesher o osri li shamit ona v'ona. Here's a very important nekud that the Mishabura tells us. The knot that you make in the shayad and the sharosh, they, sh- they should be set knots. They shouldn't be very flexible and adjustable and moving here and there. Kemosh shabiyati v'berlocha v'ayaksin v'berlocha, and we'll see that shortly. Kosav el yirabba, maisa be'echad sheroa achar chalitza sa'atzvillin shehutar ha'kesher shayad. It was a story with a person that he saw after he took off his tefillin, Shayad, he saw that the knot was undone. And I, the El Yerabba, told him to put them back on again. The Likros Kriyashma, to say Kriyashma, believe Bracha. The believe Bracha is on the tefillin, not the Kriyashma. He should put his tefillin back on without a Bracha. Because when he took it off, he saw the knot was undone. You don't know at what point the knot was undone. So you should put it on again after you read the knot, and you should put it on your tefillin, you should say Kriyashma. Why can you still do it? The mitzvah tefillin call yom. The mitzvah tefillin extends the whole day. Ad kam l'shono. V'tamo and his reason is the l'shitas Rashi the svirle the hayud who alochal moshe misinai lo yotza adayin day a mitzvah. Because according to Rashi, shita that holds that the yud on the knot of the shayat is alochal moshe misinai. If the yud wasn't there when you put your tefillin on, you would not yotza your mitzvah. And therefore, since it's still day and the mitzvah tefillin is all day, you should still put it on. Look at note two sixty. An interesting note. So he said that he told him to put it back on and to say Kriyashma, but he shouldn't make a bracha. V'chein levur l'kamon shemish shekara Kriyashma b'li tefillin. That one who put on, who said Kriyashma without tefillin, v'kare pano sefes imat tefillin. And then he says Kriyashma a second time with his tefillin on. Ha-kriyashniya misakenes esachisarum. It corrects up the lacking of the first one of ha-kare Kriyashma b'li tefillin ki ilu made edeshek ba'atzmo. So you're able to uh, fix it up. So if you first said Kriyashma without tefillin on, and then you say Kriyashma with tefillin on, so you corrected your first action that you did. And then he writes, Achein im obar kvar zman Kriyashma. However, if zman Kriyashma already passed, uminiach oz tefillin machma shlohayu eslo besoch zman. You didn't have tefillin in the morning. You got your tefillin in the afternoon. The zman Kriyashma is over. So we're going to see later on in the Mishigura, she'ain tzarech likro dafka Kriyashma v'shas hanachosan. You do not have to put up have to say Kriyashma when you put the tefillin on. You can say any pesukah ladaf the Kriyashma. And this is an interesting that came up on Tishabov when we put our tefillin on a mincha. Someone was asking, do you have to say Kriyashma or not? So some said they do. According to this, you wouldn't have to because maybe with that you shouldn't. Maybe what? Right. You don't say it. Someone was saying here that you should, that they do say it, but I believe that that, that there's no Indian to say it. It's only an Indian if you are doing it. During this man of Kriyashma, clearly on Tishuba the Mincha, it's past man Kriyashma, and therefore there would not be Badak and Indian in saying Kriyashma when you put on the tefillin, according to this. Well, like we saw earlier by the Titsis. Yeah. Interesting.
Right, remember that. That was a, that was a great halacha, right? Okay, let's see the Mishabura Vaitr Sivkodan Reish Lamidalid. So we said in the Machaber, uh, in the Rambam, I'm sorry, we said the Minog is, oh, this was the, to put that, that leather on top of the bias. Hatam, the reason is Lafisha, Tfilin Shayad, Masimin, Osam, Tachas, Abagodim. Because his Tfilin Shayad goes under the garments, Umisnadnidim, and they move around, Vinifsodim, Umiskalkalim. And the garment could possibly mess up the Tfilin, Latach, Nogu, Lahavi, Ritsua, Zualeh, Machazkon. Therefore, the custom was to put this strap, this leather, on top of it to strengthen it. The Achshav Ve'ilu Ha'aratzos Lo Nohagu Bazeh. Now, I actually looked this up in the in the Aruch Hashulchan. He says that this is referring to in the Ramah. He brings some Saposkim that it's referring to some Sfardim Ha'aminog that when they they wrap their Ritsua around the bias, that's what it's referring to. To wrap it around the bias. Now, the Mishabu is saying here it's actually putting the ore on top of the it's like a covering for the tefillin. So it shouldn't get ruined. It could be like we have now, but ours is not of leather. But um, they say in the minute of the Shuvah, it's not that way. But the Shulchan discusses the possibility of it not being an extra piece of ore that you're putting over it. Just some, it's the Ritzua that you're wrapping around the Titora to keep it to keep it in place. Which we learned earlier that we ideally do not do. We said it is okay to do it temporarily while you put on the Shorosh, especially if you have the minute not to do the seven straps before you put on the Shorosh, and then undo it, but not to leave it that way. But apparently there is a custom among some Svardim that they do put the strap around the Torah and they leave it there to keep it filling in place and that's how the Yorah HaShulchan explains what's going on in this Ramah let's finish the last Mishabur and then we'll see one Bira Lacha the last Mishabur says in Sifkatan Reish Lamedhei Elo La'achar we said that you should make the knots of the Dalud and the Yud after you already made the Shin on the Tefillin Rosalomar Keinochon L'Chathchila that's the way you should do it L'Chathchila V'i Yisrami Shehutar HaKesha Shorosh if it happens that you have the shin, you have the dalit, you have the yud, and then your kesher of the rosh got on them, which is the dalit, ain't sarach rak lo sakno v'lo lahatir hashayad. You don't have to have a kesidra. You don't have to undo the yud now so you can do the dalit and the yud in order. As long as initially you did the shin, then the dalit and the yud, lahatila. So that's fine if now the dalit gets undone and you redo the dalit. Let's see the last biralacha in the simon. And that is the vimaskal v'yasa kesher. Zokta biralocha, I am a pisle chuva, shehevi bishem balha iter, the mitzvah shea kesher velo aniva. There's a mitzvah that it should be a real knot on the tefillin, not just a bow. It should be a real, a real knot. Ayin sham, the chadoshim mikarov bow, and people have recently come about doing the following thing. Shaosin kesher sheyucha lehishamit oso anavana. They make like adjustable knots that if you want to lend your tefillin to someone else, they can adjust it very easily. In order to lessen the burden, if you have to make it bigger or smaller, it's it's, it's a hard. So they made they made knots that just are easy to adjust. They're not doing correct. Such a kesher which is so easily adjustable, that's like a bow. That seems pasha to me. And if you look at note two sixty one, he writes the This is very interesting. Of Adenazer, which you might not want to hear. The Elu Halokhim Tfilin Shalacherim, those who borrow Tfilin from someone else, who Mishanim Esakesher Kafim Midas Rosham, and they adjust the Tfilin to fit their head, which they really have to do, otherwise they can't wear the person's Tfilin if they don't fit. But Adenazer writes, She'enam Osim Kahogan, they're not doing the right thing by adjusting the Tfilin while they're putting it on. Why? Shemiacher Shabaylam Yoshuvu Vyasu Esakesher Kafim Midas Rosham, since the minute you're done, the owner is going to redo the knot to fit him. So you had it on for a very temporary time with it not the way it was. That's not a kashish al That's like putting on film with a bow. 
So the Abbe Nezer says that if you're borrowing someone's tefillin, you can't just adjust it for you and then have it readjusted for him afterwards. That's not good. Because that makes it like a temporary knot, like a bow. It's not good. However, he says, However, the Chazanish says, You don't have to be Chazish for that. That we're not, we're not mocked on that. And he answers up the Abdenazer. But the, so the poskim don't come out in agreement with Abdenazer. It's an interesting idea that going along with the Mishabura and the Biralacha that they're saying that it shouldn't be an easy knot to adjust and to make it bigger and smaller. So when you, if you borrow someone's fill, even if it has a real knot, but if you borrow it, in which case we said you have to adjust it because you can't wear it if it doesn't fit your head. It won't be Yotze at all. But even adjusting it just for you and then redoing it for him may be a problem, according to the Adin, is a problem, according to Adin Ezer, of having a Kesha as Nachal Kayama, because it's not lasting long enough, and therefore that would be a problem. However, the postman do not agree with that. It's just interesting Svara to think about and to realize. Okay, we'll stop here. Mazel Tov on the end of Simon Lama Beis. And in Mitzvah Shem on Sunday, we'll pick up a Lama Gimel on Sunday. This year will be, we'll move it 15 minutes earlier, following the Mincha Meir schedule. So Mincha on Sunday will be at 7.30. And Meir's will be 8.45, so she will be at 8.15. Uh, that will be for next week. Um, I am going to miss a couple of days later in the week. It will be up here. And then we're going to go back to our regular time, regular place, Amir Tzashem, a week from Monday. It will be 8 o'clock, back in the base of Eight o'clock, so a week from Monday. And Amir Tzashem will, will revamp. And we'll, uh, we'll start there. Fine. Shkayach. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including Mara McClemus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.